Welcome to the episode number six of the Bravely Cast. Today we're going to talk about um, unmet expectations and how they kind of affect us and kind of change the way we do things, and they, they do quite a bit for us. They can make a mess of our psyche and of our kind of our day, our future, all kind of things, because when we look at our expectations, they kind of dictate what we hope to become or what we think is going to happen. And then from there, we might get depressed or down on ourselves or all kinds of things happen because of unmet expectations. And I've, I've put it on Twitter a few different times uh, about all disappointment comes from unmet expectations. And when we set the bar really high because we expect all these things to happen, and when they don't, we're left with often debilitating, like crushing things of why. Why it didn't happen the way I wanted to. Well, then it becomes an issue of you get down on yourself because there's something you could have done extra or you get to a place where you're you know, somebody else's fault. They didn't live up to your expectations or um, the company's fault. So there's, there's a reason when we have expectations and they don't get met, we end up blaming so many other things or people or events when it, it, and then it changes our attitude from here on out. And I don't, and I'm still working through this of how to deal with the expectation part of how do you not expect from people? You know, when you look at a job and the requirements and say, hey, this is the requirements that we ask you to meet, then what do you do about the expectations? You know, being a business owner and having employees, we have requirements of the job. But my wife and I have often talked where some people in, in the community or in, in the place that we've encountered, and they've done things or said things to in our presence where it has not been up to our expectations of what we think they should do or say. But then I've, I've recently thought maybe that's all they can give. You know, I spoke uh, a few uh, podcasts ago on your potential and reaching that potential <clears throat> and, and having that, um, that person becoming all that they can be and all that, you know, all the, 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 the problem with potential is that you may see what somebody else could be, but they don't want that for themselves because they don't need to have that for themselves. And so when your expectations are, hey, everybody should be X, Y, or Z, and when they're not those things, then we get disappointed in those people. So the, 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 the big challenge is transference, right? That we transfer our expectations onto somebody else. That, hey, if we're a straight-A student or if we're a star athlete or if we're X, you know, we're, we're a business person, and then we think that this other person that we come encounter with should be they should be just like us. They should care just as much as we do, or they should they should study just as hard as we do, or they should. There's something about that that we hope they will put as much effort into life as we do. Well, that's not the case. Not everybody wants to do that. Some people are just content living with what they're doing and how they're doing it, and they don't see a problem with it. And, and then there may not be to them, and there may not be anybody else. So I think that's a really big challenge, and, I, and I've had several conversations over the last maybe five or six months where people have told me that I'm part of this 1% group that wants to live in a way that's, that's like supercharged and reaching my potential and, and, and helping people out to like their max. Well, and, I, and I've been told by other people that that's really not normal. And other, when you go into a company that like a, a 9 to 5 or a factory or, or um, 
a large company where just employees go to work and they go home, man, that bell rings at whatever time, they go home. They don't try to put in effort. They don't try to put in extra. They don't try to try to climb a ladder. They don't try to give more. They give what's expected of them, or they give what's required of them, but they often don't give, they don't exceed the requirements really because they don't have to. And I just brought this up. I was eating lunch a few days ago and I, this, uh, I had talked about a company here locally where they had hired 800 people in a year's time and only 17 stayed. And there's a lot of different reasons why we can go into why that happened. But the, the thing for me with that was, if you remember the Flintstones back in the day, and I'm old enough to know that, the, the Flintstones, in the beginning, the Flintstones had a, a, a intro where Fred Flintstone was on a dinosaur, and this dinosaur raised his neck, was lifting rocks out of his quarry. Well, the pterodactyl screamed, and it was 5 o'clock. Well, he didn't finish what he was doing. He just jumped off the dinosaur and left. And that happened so much in years ago. That's how people lived because businesses often shut down at five. When, when, when the work was done, work was done. Well, now we live in a world where the work isn't done. We live in a world where the world keeps spinning and a global market exists where Amazon is 24-7. Walmart's 24-7. And so a lot of times you can get products, you can get services around the clock. And so these companies are not looking just to get a job done at five because if they stop at five, their competition is still going. So it's a really unique time we live in where, where technology and people and commerce is driving different expectations or different requirements of its people. And we're trying to see how we fit in that. And that's often a unique challenge for guys like me who are trying to push their limits and trying to reach this. Maybe it's a phantom pinnacle. Maybe it's this, this phantom thing of, of, of reaching your full potential. But for some reason in me, I want to try, I want to see where that end is and, and push myself to get there. And so again, when I die, I want nothing left. I want to leave it all out there. And, uh, so, so I was, um, on, on May 15th, I was going to be all kind of cool and have this awesome interview with a friend of mine um, whom I've known for uh, a little while now. And uh, we grew up together in, in, in northern Michigan. And he started a company. You may have seen it on Facebook or the Internet or even encountered his products. But he developed the Beard Bro. And his name is Mike Burnett. And I wanted to have him on because... As a fellow business owner, and as we were in the service together, it was kind of nice, um, we shared a lot of the same um, ups and downs and stories that kind of fit. And I wanted to hear his perspective of how he got to where he was and how what it took, what it looked like, and, and how, to leave, how to leave your hometown. I left when I was 18 to go to the service, and I never went back to where I graduated high school from. And I was just curious how he left you know, where he was at to become what he is now. And he said that he was always had that entrepreneurial type spirit and, and was never really interested in staying in one place and was, was always seeking kind of like myself. So he set out and he created the beard bro. There was a couple other stories he gave about his college years and how that kind of worked out. But the beard bro was a great thing for him 
that he learned to develop, learned the business, learned to getting into products, learned to sell in retail. And then he developed another product called Dewdrops. And Dewdrops is a, is a great product that helps eliminate the odor when you eliminate. And Mike, uh, Mike is really broken in the market in Florida, especially where there's another, the spray kind that you spray in the toilet before you eliminate. Uh, he developed that. The Dewdrops is a tablet. And he said the reason why he did it was because his sister had one of those bottles empty into her purse as it, it the cap broke or leaked or whatever, but it destroyed things in her purse. So this tablet idea was a way you could carry these products around without the, the, the issue of spillage. So I thought that was really great. Again, necessity breeds invention. So Mike's done a very, very good job of doing that. And now he's got a new, a new product out now, a supplement to help alleviate plantar fasciitis. And it's called um, Foot Ease. So all, all of his products are sold on Amazon. Um, Dewdrops is sold in natural grocers and Ace Hardware in Florida. And Beard Bros sold across the country in a lot of, and also on Amazon. But you can always get those at Dewdrops.com. You can get them at BeardBro.com. Or, or um, Foot Ease is, is on Amazon as far as I know. But the, re- the, the bad thing is, and the whole expectation thing is, the reason why I'm talking about Mike in a past tense, in a, in a third person or a, a was type thing and not the interview, is because I screwed up. And I had this expectation when I interviewed Mike, it was going to be like groundbreaking. I'm like, yeah, I get to inter- be, get to do this thing where like the pros do it. You bring in the guest, you have this cool interview, and it's going to work flawlessly. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. Having never done an interview over the phone before, I thought it was going to work out great. Well, I recorded it. All the lights were blinking on my monitor, on my, on my, my mixing board, and my computer. All the lights were on. I'm like, sweet. Everything's working right. Uh, I had graphs. I had charts. I had blinking lights, and I thought everything was cool. I got done and went to edit it, and nothing had recorded from Mike's voice. It was super, super faint in the in the recording, and I basically screwed up. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I have a loose connection. I don't know what it was, but I learned a lesson. And, you know, one of it was make sure I'm right before I start, but another was expectations. And, you know, I was pretty disappointed that I couldn't deliver what I wanted to. And Mike was super cordial. He was a really great guy. And I thought it, he did a really great job at fielding questions like he was a seasoned CEO. And I thought that was, was really nice to hear him talk. But I will say he's gone through the school of hard knocks. I mean, like my wife and I did when we had the, the job of being the first time, we opened that up and we lost a lot of money. We lost a lot of tears and a lot of, a lot of blood and a lot of heartache from a place that we didn't know. We jumped into it being blind, like let's open a business. And I think part of the expectation is we, when we open the business and I asked Mike about this too, he had his eyes open when you, when you become a business owner I think there's a there's no lure of saying that behind your name. Well, I'm so and so, and I own a business. Well, when we had the job of being the first time, that's what we said, and it was you. You had this little peacock moment, or or you know, you kind of started your stuff and had your chest out. And the problem was, being a business owner doesn't pay the bills, and just having that title doesn't make it work. So I think the expectation was when you when when we had the bean and we're like, woo, we're we're business owners, everything's gonna be great. It's all gonna fall into line and we're just gonna, you know, have money coming in and we're gonna we're gonna be local business owners and we're gonna we're gonna do well. And we never had the intention of being billionaires and, and you know, 
riding on, on fancy yachts and, and, and jumbo jets. But the idea was that we were just going to be in the community business owners. Well, we were that, but it didn't mean anything. It didn't really do much. It, yeah, it, people knew who we were for what we did, but it didn't it didn't provide us this lifestyle in which we kind of saw on TV in theory, or we saw others who had been in business for thirty years. So we we really had an expectation that was pretty much unrealistic. And we, we and after four years, we kind of we kind of got that met that the hard way, and like okay, so we had to walk away. And thankfully, we had a gentleman who who bought it from us, and he kept it open for two years, and we were able to buy it back. But and now we're doing a whole lot better, a whole lot different strategy. But Mike was was very very good at, at saying how what he was going through, and and I will have him on again. Um, this time it'll be right. It will not be wrong, and I'll make sure of it. I'll make sure it works before we get going. But I just thought it was nice talking to somebody who went through similar things, as in the school of hard knocks of business. And you know, I'm in business classes now at Ivy Tech in the local state college here, or community college. And, and a lot of what you go through in school, they teach you, but you don't necessarily learn it uh, in the way that they. It doesn't always work out that way. Like you're in the book, and it's like, oh yeah, you do this, this, and this, and, and that's not always true. And of course, in the book, they'll have this caveat: well, it depends on the market, or you know, timing, or those kind of things. And you're like, okay, but you have this idea that when you're in business, it's just going to work. And that's not how it goes. And, and I was just reading an article of, of um, Elton John's discussion of Justin Bieber. And El- of course, the headline was clickbait, which I didn't really like. But Elton John told Justin Bieber, you, the headline read, Elton John tells Justin Bieber, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's not Justin Bieber. It was um, Ed Sheeran. And Elton John told Ed Sheeran, the headline read something like, um, stop playing your music or stop counting on your hits or whatever. So, of course, I read it because I thought Elton John was ripping on Ed Sheeran, but that wasn't the case of the article. It was a very poor clickbait. Of course, I clicked on it, so it must have worked. But but the idea behind it was Elton John was telling Ed Sheeran, slow your roll because your hits will not be every song. So you have to be able to understand that when you have you know, one hit a year, one hit every two years, then you're... you're your hits will carry you mountaintop to mountaintop, but every other song that you produce will get you through the valley. And I think that's the deal with business, that we we often think that we're just going to be in it, it's going to be great. Un, instead of thinking, this is a journey and it's going to be up and down. And so as you keep creating products, or as we, you keep creating things or content, it, it's up and down. And so just like I screwed up with the, with the interview, that's a down. But you keep plugging along and you keep going through that and you go back up again. I think that, that the most important part of, of that whole deal is not giving up. You know, I had a friend of mine text me and say, hey, where's your next podcast? Wow, I've been busy. You know, when you're finishing school and your kids are finishing school and you've got a lot of things going on, you actually, you know, are not working at your previous job anymore and there's, you know, changing jobs and going through some other life stuff you tend to put things on on hold or on the back burner and you're like, man. So again, the expectation was when I started the podcast, I was like, well, this is going to be great. I'm going to be, and and not, I knew it wouldn't be like, you know, Joe Rogan or maybe Howard Stern or, or Adam Carolla right off the bat. But my, my idea was, you know what? I want to be a presence and I want to be, make an impact. I wanted to be able to 
impact people's lives. And what, as, as weeks went by and days went by and as I screwed up, it just got tough. And, and then so because your expectation is I'm going to be great from the get-go. And then as you realize, you know, after talking to Mike and you talk to business owners and you talk to other people in, in other fields, you're like, man, this wasn't a daytime thing. This was a years-long battle that we that we endured and we grinded out. And, and now 25 or 30 years later, here we are. That's a bit different story. And so I think that the unmet expectation idea is we should expect the best from ourselves, but that we shouldn't expect the results to be whatever they are. We can't control the results sometimes. The only thing we can control is, the, is, is what we, the effort we put forth. And because sometimes it's not up to us how something else happens. And we can't control the weather. I mean, if it rains, it rains. And we expect a great day at the beach and it pours all day. Nothing we do about that. So I think that we have to really keep our expectations in check of what we're expecting in a circumstance or what we're expecting or out of an individual and be very, very careful that we're not expecting too much out of anything and just be able to only expect the most out of our effort. And if we bring our effort to its best, then it doesn't matter the outcome of a circumstance or a person because we know that we can deal or handle or, or be, in, be present with any circumstance or any human being instead of saying, why aren't you like this? Why isn't this day going this way? Instead of saying, no, we, it doesn't matter how this day goes because I'm going to be my best in this day. And I think that's where I'm kind of learning how to change my attitude and change my person that, that again, it's all about me ending leaving everything out there. So we make tweaks, we make changes, and, and we'll get there. But but again, I, I just want to touch on this real quick. So uh, a shout-out to Mike Burnett. I can't say it enough. It, uh, it was great talking to him, and I, I will have him back on the show. Uh, Dewdrops.com, the Beard Bro, beardbro.com, and FootEase are three great products. They're available online on Amazon and also in, in Florida for sure at, at several Ace stores and some natural grocery stores. If you get a chance, please pick them up uh, and, and, and give Mike a chance. He's got some great stuff out there. So, uh, But thank you for listening to me, um, for those of you who are, are doing that. And again, we'll try not to do it so long between podcasts this next time. But again, keep your expectations in check. And uh, don't forget to to serve, to love, and inspire. Thanks. Have a great day.